today I am super excited to have Lauren Hoffman join us. And Lauren is a lead human resources business partner at Royal Caribbean. She's a proud graduate of Appalachian State and Western Carolina Universities. And Lauren spent an unforgettable decade living, learning, growing, and working in North Carolina. Just recently, she has embarked on a new chapter, relocating back to her hometown, Miami, Florida. And Lauren is positive, and you will see it. She's upbeat, passionate, and has infectious energy. And she attributes these qualities to her career success. She's also equally passionate about personal and professional development, finding your strengths and leveraging them in the organization. So welcome, Lauren. Hi, Viva. How are you? I'm good. I'm so happy to have you here and kind of to share your journey. And, you know, one thing that I want to share, what stood out for me is a recent conversation that we had where you were sharing that in the past, usually when you go into interviewing, you pretty much get the job. And I thought, wow, how amazing is that? So I would love for you to hear your tips, you know, what you think makes you successful in interviewing and share it with other women, because I think it's incredible. And, you know, how awesome, I know there are so many people who are now thinking about, oh, should I look for another job? But the whole resume rating and interviewing process is a little dreadful. So uh, welcome. And uh, I would love if you could tell us a little more about your journey here and how you got here. Okay, well, thank you so much, Baiba. I'm really happy to be here. Thank you so much for asking me. It's wonderful to see you again. And um, there's a lot to unravel with all of these topics. And um, I am very passionate about each and every one of them. Um, so I just want to be able to share my story. And if there's any advice or tips, um, any you know, nuggets of wisdom that I could offer, um, I would just be happy and humbled. So Perfect. I guess I'll start with, um, I have been working in human resource management for about six years now. Um, so, but working goes way beyond, you know, my, my HR career and, and school. I've just been a person that has always liked to work. I have honestly been working since I was 16 years old. And I started working in major corporations. I've worked at Starbucks. Um, I've worked at you know major chain restaurants. Um, so I've always, I've always worked. I've always enjoyed working. And when you work at a young age, especially in environments that are high volume, they have high expectations. They really rely on the success of of teammanship. Um, you have to please customers. You have to know how to think quickly on your feet. All of these jobs, um, they really prepare you for the future, for professional careers, for how to deal with day-to-day -day, uh, scenarios, and even just kind of make you appreciative next time you, you eat in a restaurant, right? Yeah. Um, so I, um, let's see. So I have always- have, When you kind of, you're going into your journey, and so that's amazing. It would be great to, if you shared, how did you get into HR or human resources? Uh, yeah. Since you've been working since 16. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's see, I've, I studied psychology uh, in undergrad, and I thought I was going to be on the clinical psychology route. Um, I thought for a very long time, I wanted to be a psychologist um, and a therapist. And 
after an internship, I realized that wasn't for me. It was way too heavy. And then I was, and then I had to like regroup and rethink because I was about to graduate from college. And then I had discovered some courses on industrial organizational psychology, which most human resource professionals know what that is. It is a sector of psychology that deals with um, motivation and behavior in the workplace. They use data to predict behavior in the workplace. And there's many different things that you can do in that. But in essence, in practice, it's human resource management. So um, I had known that I wanted to work in business. I had known that I wanted to work with people. I had known that I wanted to work in psychology. So human resource management was just a conglomerate of, of all of those things. Yeah. So um, I just set on to just apply, apply, apply for entry-level HR jobs after graduation. Um, I worked my, my first job um, at a retirement community, and that was um, an HR specialist, but really more so of an HR assistant, but really got to um, do more things at the specialist level, uh, work closely with my HR director, and she mentored me, and I could see what she was doing. I also had the advantage of working in a smaller company, so um, it was definitely like a place where you can just, you know, learn and ask questions and, and all of that. Um, yep. So then I, so then that's really the HR job that I, my first HR job really helped propel me, you know, for where I am now. Um, I have very quickly in six years climbed from assistant to coordinator, to generalist, to um, a human resource business partner, um, what I'm doing now. So in every office that I've worked in, um, I have just... I have just always asked questions, took initiative. Uh, no job is beneath me, uh, you know, get to know everybody. So really the analogy that I want to use, and, and I'll bring it back into, into the topic today about interviewing and, and kind of growing your yeah. career is that I want to say that when you interview for a job, um, it's really no different than entering a relationship. So, you know, part of the reason that I have, you know, um, I would say innately I'm very energetic and I'm very friendly and I know that that radiates and that's something that I have um, really, uh, I have worked on. So, you know, it's okay. definitely a skill that, that you can build. It's a mindset. It's a positivity mindset that you can build. But I would say when employers are wanting to hire somebody, they want somebody who, who who's going to come and advocate for the brand who's going to work hard, who's going to present a good face uh, in front of the leaders, in front of the customers. Mm -hmm. So when you're interviewing, you want to put your best foot forward. You want to be engaged. You want to show interest. Look for those little details. Read about the company. Read you know, how they're featured in the news, what they've been up to, who their leadership is, who your peers are going to be. Mm -hmm. Doing the research goes the extra mile. I would even say now in today's world, you have LinkedIn. Um, this last job I, I got, the job that I'm in now, I went on their LinkedIn and I saw that, you know, colleagues, we had Starbucks in common or we had living in North Carolina in common. So when you're okay. on interview, you can drop these things and then it blows them away that you took initiative, that you show you care. Mm -hmm. And and I think that's that's really the essence. So I love that. So about, yeah. I just want to point it so because we hear like do the research right that's such a common advice right look up the company but I think the difference is what you were saying is 
not only go on their website, right, know about the industry and kind of what they are doing and the products they have, but you're talking about doing the research on LinkedIn and in addition to the company, research the people that you will be talking to, right? Find that connection, find the common ground. Were you looking yeah. at their profiles? Did you have yeah. them, you were looking at their LinkedIn profiles? Yeah, and let me be very clear. When we live in the age of, of social media and technology, I'm not talking about going to their personal social media accounts. That is something that we don't think is ethically good. Um, but LinkedIn is actually there for people to showcase their resumes um, to the public. So it's, yeah so, it's, yeah, so it's completely appropriate to go on a LinkedIn page, look at the company, see how they're in the news, see what engagement they're having, see what employees they're featuring. You can tell a lot about a company these days by their engagement on the internet and in LinkedIn and on their website. Um, and then also, if you know that you're going into an IT department or a marketing department or sales department, you could look at the people in the company under those uh, titles or those departments, right. and you just familiarize yourself with who's working there. And that really gives you the closest glimpse you can get um, to the organization without knowing the organization. Um, I would say that Glassdoor could be good too, but let's be honest, many people write reviews when they're upset. Right. Upset. So um, that would be my one caution for using sites like Glassdoor. But LinkedIn is there. Um, you can especially see how modern an organization is these days based on how much they use uh, LinkedIn. So I highly encourage that. Um, and again, if you can just make that connection with them during the interview process, it really helps build your chances of getting a call back. Okay. And so, um, like you said, when you were looking at the profiles, when you're looking at the specific people, you know, you're meeting with her and who will be interviewing you. So you're looking at where they worked, you mentioned, you know, if there's a past company intersection or anything that stands out kind of to take the connection right from the formal to bring in kind of more of a relationship building already, like starting from the yes. interviews. Yes, yes, absolutely. We live in different times today. Um, so in the organization now, you know, we are people, we're not numbers. We want to build relationships in the organization. We want to build appropriate relationships in the organization. So it is encouraged. Um, you know, these are the people that you're going to be spending 40, 50, maybe 60 hours a week with. You want to know who you're working with and you want to have good working, healthy relationships with them too. I love that. Yes. I think it's so easy to kind of, because you can feel nervous, right? You can feel um, at the, the interview sometimes um, is more one way them asking you questions, you know, and kind of letting them completely lead it. But, but I think what you're saying is so key is that taking, taking that power and starting to, uh, you know, look ahead of who you will be meeting and the power of the personal connection and starting to build some sort of an intimacy. So you're not just a number, you know, another person that, you know, they interviewed and then they leave the interviews and don't really, nothing stood out, right? They don't mm -hmm. really remember mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. um, what else would you say has been a part of your success that you would encourage others to do? Absolutely. So 
Um, let's see, when it comes to, to resume building and showcasing your skills, everybody has something about them that they can contribute to the organization. That's why I'm very interested and I'm very passionate about um, all of those personality tests. I, I, I don't think that they put you in a box. I think that personality tests help you understand yourself. They help you understand your strengths and they help you understand your weaknesses or your areas for opportunities or where you might see challenges. So those tools are simply one way to better understand yourself. And if you can understand yourself, you can understand others and you can build the blocks to, to work together and to leverage people's strengths in the organizations. So that's that's number one, that's kind of something very fundamental to for me as an HR um, professional. Mm -hmm. I would say the other thing is, and the more that you grow in an organization and the longer that you've worked and the type of industries or the type of teams, um, ask to do those projects, take those initiatives, mm -hmm. um, offer your insight and you will get those projects and you will, you will get ways to, um, to you know, upgrade your skill set in the organization. So let, now let's translate that to your resume. Mm -hmm. When an employer gets your resume, they're looking at it for, now I don't really know if it's five seconds or 10 seconds, I don't know what it may be. And actually it's not even your hiring manager, it's your resume or it's your recruiter. So how are we, how are we gauging their interest? Um, so a big thing now are using buzzwords. And those buzzwords and organizations will be, you know, process improvement and communication and, you know, teamwork. And if you've worked on the relevant systems um, respective to your, to your field, you know, putting those names in, mm -hmm. um, Excel, data entry, relationship building, whatever it may be, mm -hmm. highlight those keywords in your resume, make sure that they're on there because now they have many tools, um, the resume the, you know, the applicant tracking systems that just look for those keywords to push your resume through. So A, that's very important, but hone in on your skills. Tell a story of who you are, how you've grown, what projects you've accomplished. Um, we know that we know that if you're working in a position, there are just some basic things that you might be doing that's part of that position. But what did you bring to that position? What did you elevate? What did you create? What did you contribute? What did you achieve? Employers want to see that. They want to show that you were able to, to take initiative or run with something or create something um, to make an impact to that department because they want you to make an impact in their department. So highlight your skills, highlight your merits. Your resume really is your opportunity to brag about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, when you say merits, I'm just thinking now so many companies are going into the reviews, right? The annual performance, like starting from self-evaluations, then your boss gives you an evaluation, right? So when you say merits, it's like use that, right? Also that your resume. If, if you got an exceeds rating, kudos, amazing. Say that, use that. Employers want that. That's nothing to hide. Mm -hmm. So what I'm hearing from you is like, it's kind of a journey and you're bringing the recruiter and then the hiring manager, or the hiring team on this journey, starting from your resume, right? And it's not just kind of you're building that connection, you know, to the extent, obviously it's to different extents, but every 
step of the way when you're talking about the resume don't just be robotic right but tell a story right look at it from that perspective and then bring that connection right over into the interviews right and then i know you already shared you also shared some things you know that have um, you know, translated into your own professional success, like, and it's kind of that engagement, right, high level of engagement, and uh, taking on things and showcasing that, you know, throughout those steps. Um, is there one personality test or strength test that you have found to be more helpful for you than others, or one that has, yeah, stood out for you? Mm, that's, a, that's a good question. Um, for me in particular, I mean, I've, I've taken a few of them. And so what I've just been able to see is there's definitely a theme with my personality. And, um, you know, based based on the, res the results that I've read, based on the feedback that I've received, and based on the things that I like to do. So um, if you're asking in terms of what personality tests I would encourage people to take, I think a really big one is the Myers-Briggs okay. um, that breaks down your personality in four components. I also think strength finders is uh, one that is widely used in corporations. Um, mm -hmm. So it hones in on five key strengths that people might have. Mm -hmm. um, so I would say those are the two biggest. There are so many and there's just so many to choose from and they all tell you different things. Yeah. yeah. While we're talking, um, another thing that I, I do feel like it's important to highlight um, for, for interview success as well is not everything is positive. Not every day is great. Uh, not everything, you're not highlighting what you didn't get accomplished on your resume, right? You're only, you're only highlighting what you did. So, you know, you'll get those tough questions in interviews that say, you know, how did you deal with something that didn't work out? Or tell me about a time when, you know, things flopped. And that's very important to be open and transparent. So there's a key theme of being open and transparent in interviews, and there's nothing wrong with, you know, telling where some failures have been or some things that didn't work out. In fact, employers yeah. appreciate that because let's be honest, we're a human being, we're all filled with error. Nothing is perfect. Um, an another tip I would share is it's very common to uh, regurgitate during an interview the things that you have written down on your resume. And if the hiring manager has read your resume, they already know what you're going to say. So um, it's always good to prepare for interviews. There are a number of tools on, the, on, on websites that help you prepare for interviews, relevant questions to ask based on the position you're applying for, based on, based on uh, any category. So I would encourage you also to really think about some alternative answers that you could respond with that are not on your resume. I love that. And I know you're just kind of like blurting out like so many, so many good things, you know? I know, you got me started. I'm like, let's rewind. Yes, I'm so happy, first of all, that you're bringing up about the tough questions. It's good to have an answer, but a real answer to them and kind of think of examples ahead of time because it also, um, you know, I think it's one of, one of the tougher things to answer when you go in and there's also some advice that says, okay, bring something that's not a true weakness, you know, as an answer to those questions, but then it doesn't sound real, right? And it lacks some kind of depth, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? When you're like, oh, I work too long hour, too long of an hour. So it's kind of like a weakness, but really a strength, but you're not really sharing like something that's meaningful and where the manager can 
see that you have reflected, right? You've taken a situation, yeah. you're able to look at it. And like you said, we're all human. There's bound to be something in our past that didn't go our way, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, nobody wants to hear that their weakness is working too many hours. <laughs> or like, I'm a perfect, you know, well, I understand that, you know, it's all like nuanced and it can, yeah. really, you know, not serve you. But I like that you're saying is that bring something, you know, think of something that, you know, specific examples uh, where you're not only kind of one-sided, but you can bring something that shows that you've reflected, right? And you have that insight and you um, use a learning from the past. And um, and when you said about preparing and kind of going through, are you talking about the rehearsing? Like essentially like finding on Google some interview, common interview questions and literally like role-playing by yourself or did you involve a friend? Kind of what worked for you? Preparing for interviews, that is the most important thing that you can do. Um, unless you have been inter interviewing a long time and you are in the in the game of it, you might not need to, but interviewing is a skill. And if yeah. it's something you haven't used in a while, you'll want to brush up on that skill. Yeah. So you you know, there are plenty of questions uh, floating around on the internet that are very, very common, very thought provoking. Mm -hmm. And just as we're doing now, you know, one topic leads to the next and, you know, you can only better your chances by preparing for the interview. So whether that's with a friend or you're just talking to yourself in the mirror or just writing it down, rereading it, and then saying it out loud, mm -hmm. priming your brain with, um, with all of the experience is going to, it's going to make the interview process a lot easier. Nobody wants to be caught off guard. It's uncomfortable for the person interviewing you and it's uncomfortable as the person interviewing. I love that. Yeah, because sometimes in your head, it might think, oh, I'll be okay. I know the questions, but it's different knowing kind of the questions versus rehearsing and talking it out. Uh, it, it definitely gets you to the next level of preparation. And um, you also talked about the energy, right? And positivity is, I, I think, what you touched on, you know, that and I want to ask you, you said that it's been also something that you've developed and I, you know, so kind of how can one, how can we develop it or kind of what's been your journey? <laughs> I don't even know how to find or it. Is, it, is, it, is yeah. it like, you know, one way to think about it is just it's natural or not natural. Yeah. Like when you said you also have worked on it so that, yeah. you know, well, it's such a great question, Baiba. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's really a question that requires you to dig, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, choosing to um, get out of bed in the morning and put a smile on your face is a choice. Mm -hmm. you, could, um, you could turn on the news and you could hear all of the horrible things going on in the world and then you can feel dark and then you can take that darkness with you to work right. and you can yeah. emanate that negative energy. Yeah. Or... You can either listen to the news and forget it, or you can not listen to the news. You can do an affirmation or you can work out. Working out is fantastic. Um, you can you know, do anything else that gives you that time to connect with yourself. Mm -hmm. But also, um, you know, it, it's, 
is very much just a way of thinking to be to be positive, to want to engage with others, to want to get to know them, to want to ask them questions, yeah. to be curious. Um, and, and taking on that mindset, that's helped me, I feel, become a better person, become mm-hmm. a person uh, where people gravitate towards, you know, um, nobody wants to be around negativity. You know, people yeah. are gravi- people gravitate towards the light. And so we all have an opportunity to share that light with people. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you an example. I was in, uh, I had to go pick up my contact lenses and the lady at the front desk, she was just, you know, bursting with energy and she was so nice. And she's like, oh, you're Lauren. And she was just so nice. And it stuck with me. And, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, you know, very small two minute um, time mm-hmm. frame, it just stuck with me. And it just made me think how important it is for people to just be positive. It just makes such a difference on your day. Yeah. And that is the reason I wanted to go there because I think it's overlooked, right? We can so be so focused on what we've done, what we've accomplished, and we have all this credibility and then so get stuck in our mind. But actually, even after being in the recruiting for over a decade, it's I have seen in my past where the person brought, you know, the managers, the hiring leaders will say they have all the credentials, but there was no enthusiasm. There was no energy. We're all human, right? Some days are better than others. And sometimes we get tired and it's okay. It's not that you have to be like hundred percent positive, you know, and never acknowledge, you know, the tough things you might be going through. But when you go to an interview, it might be helpful for an hour before ahead of time, like to put yourself in a good mental place, right? Or mind, mind space. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're you're right. And there, there are two things there. Um, getting yourself in the mindset for an interview, um, particularly if you're not having a good day, yeah. which has happened many times to many people. Yeah. But also, you know, I, I love the concept that um, you can teach skills, not personality. So, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean by that is if a person is has the attitude, has the willingness to learn, has the eagerness to learn, mm-hmm. wants to learn mm-hmm. and wants to be there, that is far more important than, you know, just picking the most competent on the person who who yes. can't even say hi to you. Um, because when you work in leadership and when you work in a field like recruiting or human resources, um, to some degree, your brand is is your your personality. Yeah people are not going to be receptive to you if they can't hear what you're saying. So that's just something that we all have to be mindful of when we work in an organization um, is, is how you come off. Yeah. So, and that is something that people and myself included, we have, we have to work on every day. Every day is different. Every day is a journey. So I'll say that. Um, so then when it comes to, you know, interviewing, let's say you had a bad phone call or you got bad news and then you have to go in an interview you have to give yourself a few minutes to maybe, you know, just compartmentalize. Yeah. And maybe get yourself pumped up for the interview again and say, I know I just had some bad news. I know I'm not feeling great, but this is a great opportunity that I'm interviewing for. And think about the long term and just get yourself out of it. I mean, you have to talk to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. The energy you bring, the enthusiasm level 
is a huge difference maker. And, um, and it's kind of like, it's one of those things that you can prepare all the other pieces, but this is what will shine through. I love that you brought it up. Yeah, yeah absolutely. There's, there's just, there's so much to unravel with all of that. Um, you know, okay. anything else kind of that, um, as you think back, right, as you have taken this journey from, you know, going from, you know, your psychology major then to organizational psychology, I mean, really, you have done a lot of quick kind of feedback, you know, you had this one idea, which is really hard when you go to college, right, at that age to know exactly, right, what will be your purpose, what will actually be the right fit for you, but you quickly went to an internship, decided it's not for you, right? Then went towards the organizational psychology side. So do you feel like now, like HR is at, um, you feel like it's completely aligned with your purpose or do you feel like it's still on the journey? And what would you say to other people, you know, who might feel something is still missing, but they don't know quite what's the next step to take in their career? So I don't think that people ever stop being on their journey. Yeah. Um, I think that right now I am still, um, I'm still very much growing. I'm still very much learning. That's also another important philosophy of mine. Um, you, you're never, you're never done learning and you should always strive to grow and change and change positive a negative, even the positive can be uncomfortable and overwhelming, but change is so important. Um, so no matter where you are on your journey, um, if you're still in school or if you are looking for a job um, or if you've taken some time off or you want a career change, I mean, all of those things intersect with like personal development and professional development. And those are just things that you have to, it's, it's, it's just, a, it's a mindset. You have to be willing to to try different things, to research different things, to try you know to try different things out. Um, so my journey though right now is is in this really exciting you know human resource business partner position in this really exciting company. Um, I, I I would think now I'd, I'd hope that that will still be my journey in a few years. But I'm I'm actually not a fan of that five year question because things change from month to year. You know so. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think that no matter where you are in your journey, you just have to keep trying mm -hmm. and you have to keep asking yourself the questions and you just can't give up. I think, you know, every age is a journey. Every time is a journey. So, you know, the, I, the question is, I, I, I mean, I don't have all the answers. I really don't. Yeah. But, um, you know, you just life is a journey and you just have to kind of go with it. Yeah. You have to go with the punches, with the good, with the bad. You have to be grateful for the times that are good. You have to learn from the times that were bad. You have to pick yourself up. Um, so that would really be like my my best advice for people is to just keep going. Yeah. Even if it doesn't feel right right now. Actually, yes, but that's what I would say. I I fundamentally believe this. Even if you don't know it, every moment in your life is preparing you for the next thing. Mm -hmm. I didn't know by 10 years ago, moving to North Carolina, I would be moving back 
home 10 years later, landing this dream job. So, you know, life is unpredictable and you just have to have a good head, positive head and just go with it. I love that. So every step, even right now, if you might be feeling questions kind of or feeling that some unsettledness or like something is still missing, just kind of part of the purpose in is in the growth, right? Going mm-hmm. through these steps and that it will, you know, usually the paths to a fulfilling career mm-hmm. are winding paths. So uh I love it. I think there's tremendous strength and also like relief of pressure and kind of like just accepting that even if it doesn't feel right right now, that it's still connecting you somehow, right? It's the right step towards it. So I love that. And um, I really appreciate your authenticity and being so real. Uh, And none of us have all the answers, right? You're so right. We're all on the journey. And I need to ask you if somebody right now, right, whether they're graduating or maybe they might be already, you know, started their professional career, but now they're thinking they want to get into human resources, you know, what would be your advice how to get into that career? What a fantastic question. Um, so I would say if you if you want to get into human resources or if you want to get into any other type of position, look at your experience that you have that mm-hmm. is on your resume and not on your resume. Research what human resource professionals do and take any experience that you have and relate it to the the roles that you work in an HR position. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be uh, in human resources and you want to be in a part that does the, the interviewing, maybe you have a previous management experience where you actually were doing the hiring, you know, the, the interviewing and the hiring. That's already human resource experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so look look for uh, transferable skills is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Skills are transferable um, and all you have to do is put a different language on it. Yeah, I love that. And when you say research, what like a human resources professional does, um, mm-hmm. one way would be also to reach out to some people who are currently in a human resources position and ask them, right? Do kind of like a mini informational interviews. Mm-hmm. understand yeah. more about the day-to-day and what it requires absolutely I would think if you can talk to somebody who works in the field that would be much better yeah yeah no I love that well Lauren thank you so much again I thought you were so real so authentic I really appreciate your sharing your practical right real world experience and um, obviously you've been super successful in taking charge and driving your career and congratulations on your latest position and thank you so much for your time I know how busy you are Iva, thank you so much. I'm just very humbled by all of your kind words and you asking me and being real and authentic is really the only way I know how to be. Um, so, so just thank you for having me and everybody, thank you for listening. I, I hope there was one thing that resonated with you. Here are my top takeaways from our conversation with Lauren. So interviewing is like dating. So you want to bring good energy, positive mindset and present well. The connection and the importance of connection cannot be emphasized enough. So research the people you will be talking to on LinkedIn. Look up their names. 
look at their posts and engagement and what they care about and then take initiative make a connection with the interviewers get to know them and ask questions remember they are all people and building this connection you are starting to build a relationship with them that hopefully will go into the future as you start your new position also take a listen and research companies values and you can turn it around and use those words and that language in your resume and interviews so Again, research the company values. Many times they will be listed on their website or they will come through through the job description and also will be used by the, by the interviewers. Another tip is that there's real value in rehearsing your answers to the interviews ahead of time. So really Google, research some of the common behavioral-based interview questions and then write out your answers, rehearse them out loud or do it with a friend. Interviewing really is like a game, just like Lauren said, and the better you know the rules, the better you can play. And then on the day of the interviews, choose really be intentional on how you start your day. And that will set the tone and the energy level of the interview. And your energy and attitude stays with the people that you've talked to and is really making a powerful impression in addition to your qualifications. So make sure that you do get yourself in a good space and good mindset before the interview starts. Play a song, you know, whatever raises your, raises your own mood. So quote unquote, pump yourself up, talk to yourself if you need to before you go in and interview and showcase really in addition to your everything that you've done everything that you can do and your capabilities and accomplishments showcase your attitude and willingness to learn your personality has a huge part um, and huge influence on your overall brand so and one of the things that I really love that we discussed with Lauren and that she mentioned is that you really never done learning and growing so and this is where this personal and professional development really intersect and the lines are not strict and if you're thinking right now that you're not sure if you're in the right job if you're doing work that's really truly aligned with your purpose do not worry that every step you take every moment of your life is preparing you for it and you will get there Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the interview. I know you are busy. If you like the conversation, subscribe to Create Your Best Career podcast and also share it with one person who you know isn't completely fulfilled in their current job and career and could add more magic to their Mondays. I'm sending you lots of love.